Hi, and welcome to the Laugh It Out podcast. I'm Michelle Lyle, and this solo series is all the mushy love stuff. Yes, we're talking about relationships. They seem to be up in people's worlds. I know they are with my clients, my friends, and even myself. So these conversations will be tips, tricks, tools, and questions to inspire you to know what is true for you, and maybe even get a laugh out of it. I'm doing them pop and drop style, which means as they pop, they will drop. So subscribe to know when the next episode airs. And I am so grateful for you. Thank you for tuning in. And now here is your episode. Hey everybody, it's Michelle Lyle coming to you with an episode of laughitout.lol and you're tu- I'm tuning in, not you. Well, you're tuning in to me, tuning in to my home uh, studio, so you may hear sounds from outside since we're all on social isolation and everyone is around, some people are mowing their lawns, etc. So just so you know, I am producing this myself, and I want to jump right into a topic that popped for me while I was in the shower this morning. So I have a playlist I listen to. I like to sing and dance in the shower. really um, inspires my entire day. One of the songs that I was listening to in the shower really speaks a lot to uh, my clients um, most recently who are in relationships. So let me back up a little bit and give a, a little um, foreground to what I want to discuss here saying that you know we're not we're in a really interesting time so social isolation for one um, and it's an interesting time to be single it's an interesting time to be in relationship and it's an interesting time to be considering hopping out of one and possibly even outside of one um, fresh and new So I personally, if you've ever listened to anything that we talk about, I've been single for quite a long time. I've had an extraordinary life and an incredible journey in relationships. It's been a focus of mine and I really, um, I just, I just really enjoy looking at myself and how I function and, um, how I choose everything that I choose, even when it hurts. And um, on the outside, most often I find myself just laughing at myself and, you know, um, it's just, it's just funny sometimes what I choose and how I receive it and the perspective that I have around it in the time. And then on the outside, you know, a while later, I can get a laugh at myself for some of the, um, the, you know, funny things that I did in response to that, some of, um, you know, just just my choices in general. So anyway, I've had a lot of clients recently um, speaking to me on the topic of their relationship um, and breakups really has been kind of a, a forefront on top of being single and looking for someone. So with that said, you know, how often are we in a relationship with someone and we're making excuses for them and their behaviors and we're making ourselves wrong for that, we're making them wrong for that, and we're spinning in that. 
And then how many of us are on the um, exit of a relationship, whether that's marriage or um, just a, you know, a dating breakup or a long-term breakup. And the way to get out of that is best done, you know, um, through making ourselves wrong or them wrong. And if we're the one getting left, we're wrong. If we're leaving them, they're wrong. And what if none of that is actually what is happening? It's just how we have learned to cope. And some of this I think is really funny, especially if you're, um, you know, there's there's definitely a generation out there. I'm going to talk about this song here in a second. And some of you may start laughing because there's a generation out there that I'm personally part of that some things were just ingrained to us subconsciously and we might not even recognize it. So one of those songs on my playlist that I sing a lot in the shower is You're the One That I Want from Greece. And I love singing it because, you know, I love that movie growing up and and I think it's hilarious. I, I've even seen the Broadway play. And there's a lot of subconscious um, messages that I wasn't paying attention to that just totally showed up when I was singing the song and the words were coming out of my mouth because, you know, of course I'm singing at loud range and just having a blast with it. And as those words were coming out of my mouth, I was like, oh my gosh, I want to talk about this. So I just want to say, um, you know, so one of the, th one, I'll just say this other thing. One of the things that happens to me is when, when I'm talking to my kids or friends or I'm joking around. So I like to use humor to, um, you know, distract from deflect. Basically it's one of my superpowers. And, um, oftentimes, you know, I'm talking to people or whatever. They're like, Oh, that just gave me chills or whatever. And I'll always think of the song. You're the one that I want, you know, from, uh, Greece. And so, you know, I've got chills, they're multiplying and I'm losing control because the power you're supplying, it's electrifying. So how often do we connect with somebody and romantically maybe it's chemistry and it lights us up and it, it turns us on, gets us excited. And then we think that that person's energy is in control of the of that um, stimulus for us when it's actually we're both energy and we're both contributing to it. And sometimes your energy may be stronger than theirs, but we don't give ourselves credit for that. And then we give all of the significance to it as that person being in our life and that person instigating that for us. So um, we can do that in any, in all different ways. Um, in relationships, whether it's, you know, with um, colleagues or friends or family members or whatever. And we forget to give ourselves credit for being a part of that equation, which then eliminates us from being in the relationship with that other person. It's, it's both of us. It's you and me together create that electricity and it's not all just about you, and it's not all just about me. So um, that was the first part that showed up. But then if you get to the chorus, and this part is even more um, funny to me because there's so many messages in here. And so, you know, from the generation I grew up in, and I, I believe there's many generations that have seen this movie, and it's not just this song, but we don't think about the un the unconscious messages that we're hearing um, when we listen to these things. And so the chorus is, 
you better shape up because I need a man and my heart is set on you. Crazy, right? Like, you better shape up. What does that even mean? And how many of us are like, I like you, you're the one for me, but you better change these things. So I'll tell you a little story about me. And, um, you know, there's, there's definitely a bigger conversation around my divorce with my second husband. Um, however, this played a little bit of a role when I was considering that this morning where um, he decided to make some big changes in his life and um, he did a lot of work around that, some self-improvement um, you know, work, self-empowerment work on himself. And I was like, I'm there for you. I support you. And I stayed with him and I supported him through the whole entire thing. And this isn't the, the reason that I left, but it definitely something that I was like, oh my gosh, I totally do that. Um, so while he was changing... I stayed with him and supported him. And then on the outside of that, you know, I had to sit with myself and the future that I wanted and, you know, how I felt as his wife and what, you know, and there's a, a much, much bigger conversation of this. However, there was a part where he, he did the changing and then I was, I was left looking at who he was showing up to be. And as long as he was changing, I could support him. And then I left him when I looked at him and said, okay, well, this is who he's showing up to be. Does that work for me? And it didn't, which is, which has been, you know, a contribution to him and to me and to our kids um, to make that choice. However, there was that little seed of, I need him to be a certain way to be with him. And in hindsight, all these years later, would I have made that same choice? I'm not sure because I have so much more allowance now for people to be whoever they choose to be because I have chosen to contribute to me, to give me what I require. So when someone else shows up, it's a bonus to my life. It's not a requirement. It's not a need. So we'll go back to that. You better shape up because I need a man. I adore men. I would absolutely 100% love to invite a man into my life. And I would love to receive contribution from him, however he wants to contribute to me. And I don't want to bring need into that relationship because what happens when there's need involved? It's an energy that creates something that nobody likes. Think about it. So on that note, I would like to encourage each of you out there listening to, you know, kind of do, you know, like think about these lyrics for yourself. Like, have you heard lyrics like that in your life or anything messages like that in your life that play in the background and choose for you that you don't even know you're putting in the position to choose for you? And what I mean by that is when we have these things embedded in the background, we just go on autopilot and start making choices from those things without ever asking if that actually is true for you. Um, so what I want to say is if you're single and you're looking for someone out there to date or whatever, are you 
looking at them saying if, oh yeah, I like them. They'll be great for me when they do this. And if they show up to do this and how they change this, or are you looking at someone and saying just the way you are, I have allowance for who you are and the energy that you are matches the energy that, that I require and I want to play with you. And you know, it doesn't, it doesn't mean anything. It's just an interesting thing to kind of look at and then laugh at yourself about like how many times have you written somebody off or chosen somebody based off of some weird idea that you have that's not even true for you. And then if you're married and you're sitting in isolation and you're looking at your your person and you're like, oh, I'm so edgy being around you. I'm stuck with you. It was so much better when we both went to work every day. And uh, you're like... Um, whatever the case may be, <laughs> you can, you know, what if you flip the, the, the script? What if you jump tracks and you looked at them and you're like, wow, I really appreciate when you do this. Instead of being like, oh my God, you never take out the trash. I, blah, 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 whatever, you've never fixed this or whatever your your thing is. Uh, what if you looked at them and you're, you're like, I'm so grateful that, you know, in, in the middle of the night, I wake up and you're cuddling me and I feel loved, you know, whatever that is for you. Obviously that, obviously I'm, I'm giving you a little insight to, to what I like, but, um, maybe, you know, you're grumpy because they, they are trying to hug you and you want them to go away. And so you're just grateful that they get up and make coffee, whatever it is. Um, just find that and see if that changes the, the, the grumpiness or the edginess around being, um, confined together. And then if you're in the middle of a divorce or on the edge of a divorce or on the other side of a divorce, you know, what if you did that with your, your person instead of, um, I mean, this isn't to say take them back or, or it changes the choice to divorce. It's to say, you know, what if you just appreciated them and had gratitude for them? Would that dissipate any fighting that you're having or any, any tug of wars or battles that you're having? If you just were grateful for the ways that they did show up, even if it didn't work for you, even if it wasn't what you were asking for, because the truth is, there is as many versions of love as there are people on the planet because we're all, we're all uh, growing up in different environments with different wa different ways of love being shown to us. And even if we grow up in the same family, we can still have different ways for love to show up for us just by the way we each interact with our parents or the way we view our parents interacting with each other. We all get a different message from that. And so what love means to me doesn't necessarily mean the same thing to somebody else. And so they may think they're actually loving you and showing up for you because they're doing what love means to them. Just something to think about. And no matter what, go out and find something to laugh about. After all, this is your life. Enjoy it. And we'll catch you next time. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to another episode of LaughItOut.LOL. I'm Michelle Lyle. You can find more at www.LaughItOut.LOL 
or more about me at michellelyle.com. You can subscribe to this podcast so when it drops, you get a message or it shows up into your um, podcast wherever you listen to them from. This podcast is on several channels, so you can kind of tune in from anywhere at this point. And I'm so grateful that you're listening in. And if you ever have any questions, please feel free to comment or send an email. Um, hello at laughitout.lol. And I'd be happy to talk about whatever my thoughts are, my experiences on that um, subject. And in the meantime, whatever you can do to find a way to laugh, because come on, it's your life. Enjoy it.